Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome. This is Wendy B. I coach people bringing clarity and effectiveness to areas that are important to them. I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. And what makes them extraordinary is sometimes the adversity they have lived through and what they've become regardless of those circumstances. Sometimes it's little acts of kindness they bestow on people one act of kindness at a time. I believe that most of us have the ability to thrive, not just survive. My intention is to cause curiosity, excitement, to thought provoke, to cause people to alter their thinking, alter their thinking in a way that would not have altered otherwise. And living from that possible altered view, create a new future for oneself. A new future that wasn't going to happen if you didn't alter or question your old views. This could cause unpredictable results that could make a permanent difference in your life and in the lives of others around you. I want to motivate and help people of all ages. I want people to experience being excited about their lives. This podcast is to inspire and motivate you right now for you to take action today on your purpose, your dreams. Maybe some of you don't know your purpose or your dreams or you resign they could never happen. Regardless of age, regardless of your circumstances, I will motivate and inspire you one step at a time to turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late to start. Would you like freedom and power regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working, but true power, true freedom is having freedom and power when our circumstances are ugly. This podcast is about when you get handled lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? Life isn't just about surviving. What does it take to thrive emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially? I always believe that we're either expanding or we're retracting. So being in the inquiry of what does it take to thrive, if we're always expanding, we're thriving. (laughs) And I'm just saying. So we're talking on boundaries and I'm, I'm doing 10 laws of boundaries And the next one is the law of evaluation. The the law of evaluation is looking at about hurting people. People say, oh, I wouldn't want to say that because I would hurt them. So it starts off with, if I told him I wanted to do that, wouldn't he be hurt? Jason asked. When Jason told Henry he wished to assume responsibility for tasks, his business partner was performing poorly. I encouraged him to talk to the partner. Sure, he might be hurt, I said in response to his question. So what's your problem? Well, I wouldn't want to hurt him, Jason said, looking at me as though I should have known that. I'm sure you would not want to hurt him. But what does that have to do with the decision you have to make? Well, I couldn't just make a decision without taking his feelings into account. That's into account. That's cruel. 
I agree with you. That would be cruel. But when are you going to tell him? You just said that to tell him would hurt him and that would be cruel, Jason said perplexed. No, I didn't, I replied. I said to tell him without considering his feelings would be cruel. That is very different from not doing what you need to do. I don't see any difference. I would still hurt him. But it would not harm him. And that's the big difference. If anything, the hurt would help him. Now I'm really confused. How can it possibly help to hurt him? Well, have you ever gone to the dentist, I asked? Sure. Did the dentist hurt you when he drilled your tooth to remove this cavity? Mm-hmm. Did he harm you? No, he made me feel better. Hurt and harm are different, I pointed out. When you ate the sugar that gave you the cavity, did that hurt? No, it tasted good, he said, with a smile that told me he was catching on. Did it harm you? Yes. That's my point. Things can hurt and not harm us. In fact, they can even be good for us. And things that feel good can be very harmful to us. We cause pain by making choices that others do not like. But we also cause pain by confronting people when they are wrong. But if we do not share our anger with another, bitterness and hatred can set in. We need to be honest with one another about how we are hurt. Speak truthfully to one another. We need to evaluate the pain our confrontation causes other people. We need to see how this hurt is helpful to others and sometimes the best thing we can do for them and the relationship. We need to evaluate the pain in a positive light. You know, the other day, my daughter hung up on me, my youngest daughter. And her and I have a really great relationship and I was just so hurt. We were talking about money and I had promised to pay for a course and it was going to be $6,000. And then she said the other day, it might be more now. And uh, they're going to up the price. And I said, well, let, why don't you ask them if they would give it give it to you for the 6000 Because you've been in this conversation for a year with them. And she hung up. And I texted her and said, did you hang up on me? And she said, and she didn't reply. and Or she replied, but she said something about something else. And I said, did you? hang up on me and she said yes and I text back I said that was really rude and and then she gave her reasons and normally I'm interacting with her every day or every other day she's the one with the baby but I was so hurt over it and I'm glad I had about five days to pray on it before I spoke to her and I had to let her know that was painful like you know, I didn't like what she did and she still justified it. She said that it was really stupid and that was a stupid idea and she thought I was really dumb to even think that. <laughs> Anyways, I listened to her view. Then I told her my view. We were able to, one thing, she was embarrassed. She didn't want to deal with it. So she said I could call the place where the course is as long as I didn't say her name and see if they would give it to me for 6000 Otherwise, she was willing to go to the bank and see if she could borrow the difference. I think it's uh, $700 more. I thought, okay, she can do that. But what was neat is that we were both truthful. I mean, she said, like, I thought, whoa, she has that view of me that I'm stupid in this area. But what I was able to acknowledge her for is that we both told our truths. For her, her boundary is she's not going to negotiate the price. That's too embarrassing. For me, I'm willing to negotiate the price. And if the woman says no, well, then Aubrey Lynn won't have to borrow another $700. 
and I'll have that be fine. I thought it was, you know, I was able to acknowledge my daughter and just say, well, you know, I'm really glad we talked about this. I don't particularly like your view, but I'm glad we talked about this and that we resolved it in a healthy way so that your daughter could hear us disagree about something and come to a resolution. Otherwise, I would have held it in and got resentful. So I would have held on to my hurt and she would have felt guilty or whatever. And so I'm really glad that I was able to use that law of evaluation. So in closing, we're exploring how to thrive. Where are you not telling the truth? You're covering up for you know, in this law of evaluation, the partner was covering up and, and doing extra work, but resenting his partner because he was doing the work that his partner should be doing. And then he never told his partner how he felt. So where in your life are you afraid to tell people because you might hurt them? Meanwhile, you're being resentful and you're hurting them whether you know it or not because you're not being very loving towards them when you're holding on to resentments and annoyance. So I invite you to get a piece of paper and look at where are you not being straight with people and holding on to resentment. If you took one new action, what could you do right now that could make a difference? What are you committed to? You know, I want you to, you know, get a piece of paper and look at your habitual patterns and make a list of people, maybe even put their name and say, where are you resenting? And you're not speaking to them the truth because you think you might hurt them. But when you really evaluate it, it you're hurting them by not telling them the truth and allowing them to have their view too. I mean, my daughter told me, you know, her, her view of me wasn't very flattering, <laughs> but she was able to say it. That's what I love about our relationship is she was able to say it. Me holding on to my hurt wasn't doing any good. So I was able to let go of my hurt and say how that made me feel. I told her, me giving her the $6,000 and her hanging up on me, I felt used. Like, I, am I only useful for, because I'm giving you money? And she got to express herself with that too. So what are your habitual patterns that have you not thrive in this area? You're holding on to resentments and anger because you don't want to hurt someone. And if you let that go and was, was straight about it, what could become possible? Well, what did you like best about this podcast? I request you subscribe to my podcast and rate it a number five. What, when you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? With an attitude of gratitude, you can make lemonade. I'd love to hear from you. Who would like a complimentary 15-minute coaching session? I'm going to call you personally and hear about your dreams and your goals. I'll give you one amazing tip that will help you out. I will call people who let me know. They've left a five-star rating for this podcast and provide their username on iTunes, Google Plus, Stitcher. Just hit the button, subscribe to my podcast, and rate it number five. Thanks for listening. Keep a thriving. Thank you for listening to ThrivingAt60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email Wendy B at ThrivingAt60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com.